T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time to talk all things Dirty Birds. It's Falcons Flyover. With John Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back in the Kia Studios and Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show. Live on this Tuesday evening with you. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Tech sign to be a part of the show. Honestly, app is how you catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at 92.9 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, the best way to be a part of the show, follow us on our personal Twitter pages at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. By the way, too, don't forget, 1040 tonight, we will be doing Rankem. It is a Tuesday evening, so Rankem coming up at 1040. This, of course, your night look at all things Atlanta Falcons. It is the Falcons flyover. So Pro Football Focus ranked the best performances of rookie quarterbacks from week one of the preseason. Matt Corral came in at six. Sam Howell came in at five. Malik Willis came in at four. And Desmond Ritter comes in at number three. Quote, Ritter's performance wasn't nearly as ugly as his 10 for 22 for 103 yards stat line may suggest. One reason is that those numbers don't include the 54 yards he picked up on the ground. The other is he was barely off on a number of big play opportunities. While ball placement was one of Ritter's biggest knocks coming out of Cincinnati, his misses weren't egregious, and he erred on the safe side for the most part. Ritter led all rookies with three drops from his receivers, resulting in 32 air yards lost. With starting receivers, his stat line uh, certainly would look considerably better. Um, they say the biggest takeaway from Ritter's debut was simply how comfortable he looked, and I agree. You know, we talked about that word moxie. I love that word moxie. He had moxie in that second half, right, and, and led them to the game-winning drive, you know, took that turnover, led them down, made the play on fourth down, Fon Bernhardt and touchdown, and, you know, hasta lasagna, don't get any on you. We win the game and all of that. And, th- you know, look, the thing I've talked about consistently here on the show is this kid's a winner, right? And there is something to that. There is something to winning. That, you know, it, it doesn't always show up on the stat line, it's not always about how big your arm is, right? Matt Ryan was a winner. Was a winner in this league. 
he won a lot more games than a lot of people more talented than him did. There are guys with bigger arms, better arms, more mobility and stuff like that that didn't win squat compared to what Matt Ryan won. There is something to that in this league, and those guys are hard to find. And I think the Falcons have a guy like that in Desmond Ritter. I said before, he's my favorite draft pick in this class. I love the pick. I love where they got him for the value and everything like that. And he'll work his way in. And we'll see, you know, what the season looks like. It's, the book, again, will not be written on Desmond Ritter, right? The, the book won't be written completely by, by no stretch of the imagination. But I, I agree. I thought his moxie and his leadership and just, you know, his calmness under pressure and everything, that's, that's what makes him great. And, and Desmond Ritter is a guy in college who he did play the best of the best of the best of the best. Played Alabama. Played Georgia. Went into Notre Dame and won. Right? Played those high-caliber teams. It wasn't all, you know, Navy, SMU, Houston, Memphis, right? It was Georgia and Alabama, you know, in Notre Dame. You know, those were some big-time matchups that he had in, in college. So, Good for Desmond Ritter. Uh, the only two quarterbacks ahead of him, by the way, Bailey Zappi for New England and Kenny Pickett, who was outstanding uh, for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And a lot of people thought he was the most NFL-ready quarterback to um, to come into the draft anyway. All right, the Falcons did make some roster moves today, right? Falcons had to get down to 85 on the roster by 4 o'clock today. So here's the five roster moves. Cornell Armstrong was placed on injured reserve. The team also waived tight end Tucker Fisk, not Tucker Carlson, and not Carlton Fisk, Tucker Fisk, uh, linebacker Rashad Smith, defensive back Trey Webb, not Trey Flowers, and not Spud Webb, and then finally punter Seth Vernon. So not Seth Rollins, but punter Seth Vernon. So there's your five moves that were made today. Armstrong went to reserve, and then Fisk, Smith, Webb, and Vernon were all cut today. So, look, um, you know, this was the first first round of, of all these cuts. Obviously, more coming up here as we try to get down to 53 folks. And obviously, we get through this next preseason game, there'll be another round of cuts. Now, here's what we're going to do. Coming up at the top of the next hour, we are going to open the phone line. So, we're going to tease this in advance. We're going to open up the phone lines. Is there anybody you think that is of name value that could potentially not make this roster? Or I'll even expand it to maybe they don't make the 53, but maybe they instead end up on the practice squad or something. So we'll, we'll talk about that coming up at the top of the, the next hour. So Falcons got down to 85 uh, today. Nobody of real notoriety that, uh, that got moved uh, in all of this. All right, let's, uh, let's get to some audio. Let's start with the head coach talking about how D. Alford is out there making real plays. He's making real plays. And then obviously he may want Detroit. Thought he made a good, pretty good play last night. Um, again, not perfect, but I appreciate his approach, and and that's what you like to have. You have good competition all across the board. Well, look, um, he made a play the other night, right? Made a big play. Here's Arthur Smith talking about how he's impressed him. You guys see the splash plays, but his approach to the job, very, very serious-minded approach. You know, he came up a different route. Went to Tusculum, went to the CFL. Um, you know, he signed a contract with us, and since he signed that contract, all he's done is work, whether it's, it's here or, you know, obviously he's doing stuff away from the building too, and I appreciate his approach. 
and you're seeing some of it, that hard work pay off for them. Guys like that are hungry. What do we say all the time here? Being in the NFL and getting an NFL check on an NFL roster is better than the alternatives. And guys like DeAlford are hungry, right? They want to be here. They want to be on an NFL roster. Yes, they want to contribute and all that stuff. But first step is you got to get yourself on the roster. And he's fighting and scratching and clawing. Uh, Arthur Smith talking about how joint practices are helpful in seeing different schemes. Again, what you're trying to get out of it. I mean, you know, it's you have the preseason where you're competing against other people, and then you get to practice against somebody. If it's a certain scheme you kind of want to practice against that may be different than yours, that makes sense, and you try to get that done too. Yeah, look, um, a lot of coaches will tell you these joint practices are better than some of these games and stuff like that, right? You, you can you can you can specifically set up and dictate what you want to do in the practices, right? You want to run a fourth down play, fourth and short from the goal line. You can set that up, right? You can you can do whatever you want in all of this stuff. So uh, they've got obviously joint practices coming up next or this later this week, and then uh, obviously we'll get into when um, they get in with um, Jacksonville. They'll be doing some here uh, in Atlanta. Here is uh, Arthur talking about uh, he likes where this team is at so far in preseason. You know, this is different. You know, these are kind of – your schedule's changed a lot, right? You start the preseason games. We had something different last night. Turn around, come out in the afternoon practice. Um, pretty short turnaround. Wanted to see guys compete. And it was competitive, especially up front today, which you like to see. And so I was proud of our guys. It's never going to be perfect. But the, these guys have the right mindset and uh, came with the right attitude and approach today. So that's good to see. But we got plenty of stuff to work on. It's that way because – once you get a taste of somebody else that you got to hit, that you got to line up and knock their dung in the dirt, right? You get that taste in your mouth. And you want to hit more guys. And I think that's the thing. Guys are tired of being, you know, hitting and working with all their own. Let's go find somebody with a different colored hat, right? And let's go line up and do something against them. You got a taste of that on Friday. You want more. Now you get ready for Monday. Here's uh, Arthur talking about how tough it is to cut players. Some guys, you know, they may you know they may see the writing on the wall, but it's really hard when you have a competitive camp and you got uh, you got to make decisions on guys that have really done everything we asked them to do. But unfortunately, you know, we, we had to cut down today by four o'clock. So, uh, you know, Terry and I talked to every person as we go through there. Those are not easy discussions, but uh, we'll always everything we do here with with dignity. Well, look, it, it's. Everybody understands. It, it's part of the gig, right? 90 players don't make an NFL roster. And and that's and the Falcons aren't unique. They don't get like a, a special waiver or anything like that. Everybody's got to be at 53 at some point. And it's part of the gig. It, it, it sucks, but it's the reality of the business, right? It's just there are only X amount of spots. It doesn't matter. You work in radio, right? You want a full-time you know, on-air gig? There's only X amount of those spots available. And not everybody's going to get it. Everybody thinks they should get it, but not everybody ends up getting it, right? Here's uh, Arthur talking about with London out. Uh, he likes the way that these wide receivers are competing. Okay, you need, you need a lot of guys. I mean, it's I know certain guys get a lot of attention whether they're a high pick. Um, you know, fantasies. You know, people that get all obsessed with stats, but there's it takes 11 on every play to make something go. Uh, offense, special teams, defense. So. I, I like our where our team's at and the way these guys work and compete. 
By the way, that's how you don't clog up the bases like Grossman. You go out and hit a home run and just and just run around the bases and get out of everybody's way, right? You don't clog the bases up for Ronnie and Dansby and Harris and, and uh, Grissom. You hit a home run, and then you can just go around the bases and clear yourself out, right? Perfect. Uh, once again, we're, we're piped right into the Braves' dugout. Like, there's no question about it. I told you I wanted Olsen to hit three homers over the weekend last week. Hit three homers. Right? Wanted to get going. Thought about Grossman tonight. Don't clog up the bases. Don't don't slow down Dansby and Ronnie and Harris and Grissom. Okay? I'm not going to slow them down. I'm going to hit the ball out of the ballpark and get out of their way. I think every single person in the Braves organization, I think their goal, like you know how all these teams have a big whiteboard up? Mm-hmm. I think the big message on there is just please John Chuckery. Yeah, or yeah, don't disappoint me. That's that's all I ask. Don't disappoint me. Right? You know, I know it's not going to be perfect. Nobody's asking that. Just don't disappoint me. All right, let's get to uh, Brian Edwards. Uh, appreciating the energy that uh, Darby brings to the wide receiver group. You know, that type of energy is something that I kind of missed in you know while I was in Vegas. You know, you know, you don't meet too many guys like that who come, you know, happy and just ready to play football every day. And, it, and you know, energy is infectious, so it kind of rubs off on me, and it rubs on rubs off on the unit. And I, you know, I appreciate his energy. Yeah, I mean, look, Frank Darby's another one of those guys that, you know, a lot of people loved and all that, this, and the other. Okay, uh, I'll say it like this, all right? And I'll be as nice and charitable as I can. There are 73,000 guys in the NFL that can do what Frank Darby does. All right? There's 73,000 of those guys that, that do this. I'm glad it brings the energy and all that. You know, let's make plays now. Here's a Brian Edwards talking about uh, he wants to play in the preseason because he wants to feel the quickness of a live game. Honestly, whatever they want me to do, I like, you know, I sat a preseason when I was in Vegas and, you know, we came out and we looked kind of slow when we played our first game. So I wouldn't mind going out there and, and, you know, feeling the game tempo, feeling, you know, getting hit, catching the pass, just, you know, getting the, my feet wet and, and getting ready to play because, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about playing. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, tuck my tail from playing. I, I came here to play, and I want to play. Well, look, that's the thing, is it works different for different players. And, you know, as I was saying to Mike and Carl, you know, this goes back to the Drake London thing. I, I understand Drake London's going to make the roster. He's going to start. I get all that. But not everybody comes in the league like Randy Moss and, and um you know, Jamar Chase and ends up with 1,500 yards and a dozen touchdowns in their rookie year. Doesn't always work like that for wide receivers. Didn't work like that for Keyshawn Johnson. I think certain guys need to get in the rhythm in the field. And I, Edwards, you know, makes it sound like he's one of those guys. Wants to get in the mix and get in the feel of everything. So, anyway. All right, more to come when we get back. Chuck Green, the Key Studios. Sports right now, the game. I want to see We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with your John Chuckery Show. Hanging out at the Key Studios. Tuesday night with you. 404-741-0929. Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 92.9 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, uh, follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Don't forget, 1040 tonight, rank them. So we'll take your list. Hey, dive in the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with unwritten, a new podcast hosted by Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Um, Gary Sheffield, Larry Boa, among some of the past guests. Download unwritten for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. Braves up one nothing right now. The uh, Mets said to pull... Walker out of this game. He got hurt in this game. So back-to-back nights where their starting pitcher has only given him two innings. So crazy. Morton uh, just mowing guys down. Three and a third, five strikeouts already. Speaking of mowing down, um, Mike Soroka's rehab start in Miss, in uh, Rome, excuse me. Every media, blue, every blue checkmark media person in the Atlanta metro area was at the game uh, tonight. Um 45 pitches, four innings, eight strikeouts, and a hit. Can't ask for more than that. Again, when I see him, when I look up on this TV, when I'm sitting here in studio and I see him starting, that's when I'll get excited about him coming back, right? I've been down this road, folks. And if you've been here the last few years, you've been down this road as well, right? I mean, Soroka is an outstanding young talent. A couple of years ago, he had the best adjusted ERA if you if if you, you if you did adjusted ERA where that factors in ballparks and things like that, he had the best ERA in baseball. He's an outstanding young talent, but unfortunately, multiple years of coming back from season-ending injuries, right? So it's not going to be easy. It's a good good first step and first sign, but you know before we give him the Cy Young or you know we expect him up here in a couple of days. You know, let's work through the rehab process. This guy's had a long, hard road. And I can I can assure you, you know, the, they have the Houston Astros coming up, right? 
Can I tell you that Carrasco and um, Alvarez and um, who's the uh, – oh, God, my brain went dead. Who's the second baseman? Um, the, the, no, oh, well, Bregman is on there. Who, who's, the, uh, who's the really good second baseman? Who's their, who's their all-star second baseman? My brain just went, my brain just went dead uh, with all of it. Um, you ain't going to see that in Rome. Yeah, Altuve, Jose Altuve. You ain't going to see that in Rome. Ain't no, ain't no Jose Altuve's or Jordan Alvarez's and Alex Bregman's in Rome. So, great first start. Let's temper everything. Let's slow go through this thing, and let's see if and when he can make a start here for the Atlanta Braves. All right, earlier today on the morning show, Freaky and Hugh had on Brett McMurphy, one of the better college football writers in America from uh, the Action John Network. Freaky? Yep, John Freaky, the guy in the morning show. Five to nine now, by the way, with uh, Steak and Sandra on the uh, Steakhouse from 9 to 11. And then it's uh, my guys, Andy and Randy, and then uh, Dukes and Bell, and then uh, somebody's on at night. Who the hell knows? Um, but anyway, earlier today with Freaky and Hugh, Brett McMurphy from the Action Network joined the guys, and they started talking about this AP Top 25 and what his thoughts were about it. Yeah, this year, I think, yeah, I think you could say, uh, you know, going back three or four years, you could just stop at the top four. But, no, I mean, it's, um, you know, look, every year is different. But, you know, historically, uh, you know, it tells you that you got to be somewhere up near at the top. You don't have to be necessarily. I think that goes into how strong these teams are when they're ranked that high. Um, you, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, Auburn and Florida State came out of nowhere, uh, you know. 10, 15 years ago, uh, but for the most part, uh, you know, it's pretty well, pretty well thought out, and everybody knows what everybody's got. But uh, you know, at least recently, boy, you've got to be up in the top three or four. You don't have to be, but it seems like you know there's just a huge drop off after after you get through Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. You, you know what? I was just about to ask you that, Brett, because you have Notre Dame ranked four, and well, you got Clemson and Notre Dame, I should say, ranked four and five. How big is that drop-off between those two teams and the ones above them? It's huge. I mean, as far as, like, the, the power ratings go, which, um, you know, I would put a lot more stock into the, those things, the, the Vegas ex, experts. There's, like, a, some people think there's, like, a seven-point difference between Alabama and Ohio State. Um, and then Georgia is, is pretty similar – power rated around Ohio State, maybe a point or two difference. But then you see like another huge like six, seven point drop between those top three teams and the next tier of teams, whether it's Clemson, Notre Dame, A&M, Utah, et cetera. And basically I think, you know, you could pick your top three are on at one level. And then after that, you've probably got a dozen teams that you could mix and match that are basically um, a point or two away as far as the power ratings. Um, and I just think that's that's how big of a gap there is between those top three teams and everybody else. Look, that doesn't mean Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia are guaranteed to get into the college football playoff. You still got to win the games. But certainly starting out the season uh, from a talent level and, and everything else, they're just head and shoulders above everybody else. The good news for everybody else is it's, at least right now, it's not a three-team playoff. <laughs> it's a four-team playoff. So somebody else is going to have to fill out uh, that dance card. You know what? Speaking of that, and 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 John has been high 
on, on USC, US University of Southern Cal. How how realistic is Cal to be this? I mean, how for real can Cal potentially be this year? For USC? Yes, that's what I, I, I was saying, Cal, but I meant USC. Yes, USC. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, look, they're, they're doing something that nobody's ever done in college football before, and that is more than half of their starters – Week one starters will be transfers from other teams. And I talked to Lincoln Riley in L.A. at Pac-12 Media Days about that. You know, how, how is that going to work out? And he's like, look, that's what that's what we're finding out. That's, you know, we're, we're, we're building our team right now. And how these guys work together, nobody knows. It's, it's you know, the easy comparison. And he said he's heard this. It's like an, it's like an all-star team. You know, and that's great. You know, some all-star teams do great together and other all-star teams – don't do great together. And the the big concern, I think, for USC is when those guys are winning, everybody's going to be great. Everything's going great. But then if you face any adversity and now you're, you're, you know, you're side by side with guys that you, you haven't known for two or three years, that you haven't been through the offseason workouts with, Mm. you haven't gone through a lot of these things that all these other teams have gone through, how will they respond to that? It doesn't mean they're not going to succeed you just wonder will will that be um a detriment is that something they can overcome um still with all that being said i I think they're only the third best team in the pac-12 i think utah is a legitimate playoff contender i think oregon uh with dan lanning is going to surprise a lot of people Uh, i put usc as only the third best team in the conference right now but certainly all the moves that, that Lincoln has made, bringing in Caleb Williams and, and Jordan Addison from Pitt, um, they went from being a not probably not even a top 40 team to now I think they're a legitimate top 20 team. I think, though, I think they're at least a year away to be a real contender for the, for the college football playoff, although I've seen some reports from Vegas that USC is the, is the most bet-on team to win the college football playoff. Probably a combination of all the transfers and also the the nice odds that you're going to get taken the Trojans. Yeah, well, there's that and Lincoln Riley himself. I mean, so I mean, you know, yeah, he's he's right. got a pretty good track record right. of getting to the playoffs. Right, exactly. When you got Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison and all the weapons he has, you know, I mean, it's a legitimate thing. I mean, you're just taking a flyer here, which is what I am. I, I think they're going to be an interesting year, and the Pac-12 is going to make a little bit more noise than I think some people think. Brett McMurphy is the uh, college football insider for uh, Action Network joining us on the waitford.com hotline. Outside of the um, FBS here, if you start to look at Cincinnati last year, is Houston that team this year? Is it still Cincinnati? Is there a team that can go 13-0 and and begin to make a case for being in the playoff? Yeah, I, you know, I think it's Houston. I've got, I ranked Houston uh, 23rd in my, in my, on my AP ballot. I really like what they've got coming back. Tunes coming back at quarterback. And again, um, you know, a lot of this comes down to schedule. And I think at least for the, for the non-Power 5 teams, it, you know, certainly if you can go undefeated, I think you're going to have a shot. I don't – with Houston's schedule, I don't think 13, 13-0 Houston gets into the playoff like Cincinnati did because their schedule is very weak, to be honest. But they obviously could wrap up that New Year's Six, six game. They, they go at Texas Tech early. Uh, they, they host Kansas, technically, that, this, <laughs> that is a Power 5 opponent. But they don't play UCF or Cincinnati. Um, 
within their league. So they sh- they should be favored um, in every game with possibly maybe a small underdog at Texas Tech. But I really like Houston. They got a ton of ton of people coming back for Dana Holgerson. Um, this looks like their year. I know Cincinnati's ranked ranked higher, I think, overall in AP. I just wonder at losing Desmond Ritter. They lost so many so many people, and last year was such a magical year. I think it's hard to repeat those kind of seasons, especially for a program that's not used to, to being uh, in that stratosphere. And I think Cincinnati's going to drop a little bit. I'm not saying they're going 6-6, six and six, but I could see them losing a couple of games, and obviously that would put them out of contention. Uh, for a New Year's Six game. Uh, who is the third best team, Brett, in the SEC? And w- with that combo question, Brian Kelly or Billy Napier have a better year? Wow, the third best. I mean, it's got to be a. If it's not, if it's not a And M, um, you know, I'd say Jimbo Fisher would be on the hot seat. Except when you're making ten million a year, you're never on the hot seat. Um, it's got to be A&M. It should be A&M. The starters they have coming back, they've got a huge game in week two. They're hosting Miami. I'm either smart enough or dumb enough to rank Miami number four on my AP ballot. Uh, We'll have to see how right or wrong I was uh, week two. If it's not A&M, there's going to be obviously Bama and Georgia one and two or two and one, however you want to rank them. After those two, if it's not A&M, there's going to be some upset people in College Station. And the that's a great comparison on Florida and LSU. LSU, I think their win total projection is around six or six and a half, and Florida is about seven. So the experts would say a slight lean to, to Florida. I just think – I think Brian Kelly, before it's over – I think he will win a national title at LSU. It's not going to be this year. But what he did at Notre Dame, and now you get into some place with LSU where, oh, by the way, the last three guys there won national titles. Uh, I think he will have the talent to turn that thing around quickly. However, as far as year one out of the gate, I would probably lean to Florida. Although Florida's got – Florida does not have a lot of talent, and there's a lot of people there still there that are not happy with the way that Dan Mullen uh, recruited. And, you know, uh, obviously the gap between Georgia and Florida has has grown tremendously. I think that's a combination of Georgia's program getting much better and Florida's maybe taking a step back. But, John, I would would give the slightest of edges to Florida, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Ryan Kelly surprises some people and and, you know, pulls off uh, eight wins, maybe nine wins in his first year in Baton Rouge. At Brett underscore McMurphy, I highly encourage you to follow him on Twitter, one of the leading college football experts in the country. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Live in the key studios on a Tuesday night with you. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app site catches on the go. Social media is at 9 the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, uh, hit us up on our personal Twitter pages at JMSH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. We'll get to a uh, what's bugging Chuck right here in just a couple of minutes. Matt Olson hit a bomb that hit on top of the chop house out in right field. Braves are up three to nothing right now. They've got, uh, is it two runners that they've got on? Two on? Yeah, second and third. Second and third with a couple of outs out there. But, um, you know, again, the Mets only have two starts for the Mets starters. They only got four total innings out of their two starters because of injury and rain delay and everything else. So Braves are taking advantage of it. Because one thing we talked about is they have an outstanding starting staff. They have an outstanding closer. And the middle of their the middle of their bullpen is the Marcelo Zuna of bullpens. The muck, the mire, the sludge, the dredge, the scum, the goop, the mud, that wet, nasty stuff. To, that's what the middle of their bullpen is. Just awful. And the Braves are taking full advantage of it. Pound the daylights out of these lousy dirtbag, flea bag, pawn scum Mets. I hate the Mets, too. Hate the Red Sox. Hate the Mets. Plenty of teams to hate out there. I enjoy hating on on things. But anyway, uh, so Braves up three to nothing right now. Morton has uh, just been rolling right along. He's got four innings in the books, two hits, six strikeouts, hadn't given up a run, hadn't walked a guy, and he's only got 60 pitches. Can I tell you, with two games left, go let Charlie pitch eight innings tonight. If his pitch count falls in line and he's got two hits and six strikeouts and four, let him go out there and pitch eight innings tonight, Snit. Let him go pitch eight. Save your bullpen. You got two more games. And and guess guess what teams, Dylan, ask me what two guys that you're going to see in these next two games for the Mets starters. What two guys are starting next for the Mets? Well, let's see. One guy is named um, Sheerzer. Oh, that guy? Yeah. Wow. And the other guy on Thursday is... De Grow M. Oh, him too? Yeah. I heard those two are pretty good. Yeah, they are, huh? Yeah. Those two guys aren't bad. How'd it go last time with us against those guys? Oh, we lost. Okay. Save your bullpen. Let Morton, let Charlie Morton go in innings tonight and mow people down. Let him mow people down like he is. Let Charlie Morton be Charlie Morton tonight. Just go out there and mow everybody down. So good shape for the Braves right now as they lead uh, three to nothing. Um, here with the end of the fourth inning uh, now. So going to head to the top of the fifth inning. If you didn't hear earlier, by the way, Mike Soroka had a very successful rehab start in uh, Rome tonight. Every blue checkmark media person on in Atlanta was up there. Is there anybody who wasn't up there? Like, I, literally, if you watched on Twitter, I don't know that I, – I think Joe Patrick might have been the only person. I was just about to say, I think yeah. Smoking Joe was the only one who yeah. wasn't. Now – here, let, let's talk about this I for think, one quick second. Actually, I think, uh, shout out to our guy, Chris Willis. I don't think you, because I think he's at the game. Yes, I, yeah. yes, Chris Willis, I think, is, is in, he's at Truist. He's at Truist. Yeah, so, so yeah. is Grant. Grant. Grant's at Truist, too. Oh, I thought Grant was at Rome. No, okay. Grant's, at, uh, Grant's at Truist Park. He was, because uh, he was showing some of the, um, 
some of the warm-ups and stuff earlier when oh, okay. they were working with the infielders and stuff like that. Um, not lost much. Oh, um, Smoke and Joe. I still don't understand why they call him Smoke. Do you know who Smoke and Joe was? Who, who that's most associated with? I no. I know I'm asking the dumbest question ever to you, but I, I feel like he. I'm going to take a guess though. It, was it a Na, was he a was it a NASCAR driver? No, oh. it was a boxer. Oh, smoking Joe Frazier. Oh, okay. Ever heard I know, of him? I know who Joe Frazier is. Okay. Yeah. Why are they call him Smoking Joe? Does he like go beat? Does 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 Joe Patrick go beat people up? Does he get in fights? I've heard that uh, Joe Patrick can get violent. Okay. <laughs> See, I call him Two Mike Joe. Why you call him too, Mike Joe? Because he has a proclivity that when he gets to the front of a media scrum, he's very likely to hold our microphone and, you know, certain news ladies' microphones. Oh. He's very gentlemanly like that. Well, good so for if Joe. if it's Allison or somebody like that, you know, Allison or Kelly or somebody, you know, if he's at the front of the scrum, he'll gladly hold his microphone plus somebody else's. What a gentleman. So I, yeah, exactly. I call him Two Mike Joe. What a stand-up dude. But, I, again, smoking Joe to me means smoking Joe Frazier. Unless you tell me Joe Patrick beats – I've never understood that. I, does he go out there and just beat people up? Like when he goes up to camp, I didn't see him fight at camp. Nah, he didn't fight anybody. I did hear – I, I don't if know. you meet him as a fan, does he punch you in the face? <laughs> yeah. Is that how he inter- – like he doesn't shake your hand – he gives you a right jab to the nose. I don't know. The only, the only, uh, the only like kind of violent, and I say that with quotation marks, air quotes. The only violent thing I heard from Joe is that uh, I don't know if this is even true or not. He pulled the seat from under D led or somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. And then, uh, and, and Andy he and Randy's intro. Yeah, he played a rib. Yeah, because yeah, they they're the ones who do the intros. Again, they say he apparently he likes to cause trouble in the intro. Okay, so he goes out like. You go up and meet him at a United game, and he punches you in the nose. Maybe. Okay. He's like, right. hey, Joe, I, I'm Dylan, and whack. Yeah, I listen, if that's his gimmick, right? What do we say all the time? Everybody's got a gimmick. If that's his gimmick, I got no problem with that. Maybe he's some sort of surprise heel. Yeah, could be. I mean, maybe he is Maybe he is the bad guy. I don't know. I just never quite understood that, why why that's become a thing. You know what? Him. Maybe he's transitioning, because don't people usually start out as good guys in wrestling? Or good. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they come out as bad guys immediately. Okay. But it, it can be either way. Maybe but maybe he's transitioning from two Mike Joe, and maybe think, he's starting his heel I turn. I, I, I'm assuming he's not a pothead or something like that. I don't. Think, okay. I don't think so. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't think he's a big cigar smoker, is he? I don't know. I've never I've never heard of him smoking cigars. I don't, think, I don't think so. Maybe. Does he ever post pictures smoking cigars? Yeah. I don't. He. I feel like he doesn't post pictures of him. He, he's not a selfie dude. Okay. I feel like he doesn't post many pictures well, of himself. Period. Yeah. I mean, listen. You don't have to post. Do like I do. You don't have to post a selfie. Post a picture of the actual cigar and a beer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him post any type of pictures well, like listen, that. Listen, we call on this show. We're calling him Two Mike. Joe. Yeah, I like Two Mike Joe better. Because yeah. there's an actual story that I can tie into it, not just some fakakta made-up thing, you know, where, you know, he's punching people in the face or he's got, you know, a big fat stogie or he's doped up or whatever. I don't know, whatever's going on with all of it. So, anyway, <laughs> Braves are up three to nothing here uh, right now. Speaking of doped up, let's get to something we call What's Bugging Chuckery. Don't look now, but somebody out there just got Chuckery ticked off. <laughs> like, that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for What's Bugging Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Dylan, you know I hate to do this, right? I I, I don't want to pat myself on the back. I don't want to say that I was right. I would never want to be the guy who says, I told you so, right? Right. You, you never want to be the bad no, guy. No, don't want to do that. I don't want to be the bad guy, okay? Do you remember 
I, again, I, hell, I don't even know who was producing. Maybe Joe was producing me the other night. I don't even know. But <laughs> they had, I guess it was last week. Well, it was last week, right, when they had the Field of Dreams game. Yes. Were you with me? Yes, I was. Okay. So what did I say about the Field of Dreams game? You said you like it. And yes. but But they shouldn't have it every year because you're spoiling the, you know, the – it just shouldn't be something. It's like rank them. Like you, you, you compare it to rank exactly. them. Exactly. Don't want to special, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. So now ask me what happened. What happened? Last year, they had over six million people watching the Field of Dreams game. Right. Right. Ask me how many people watched it this year. How many people watched it this 3 year? Three million. Oh. They lost half their audience in one year. Now look, I'm gonna say part of it is. They had the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds that were in the game. So one of them's a dirtbag, fleabag, pawn scum, low-life, muckmire sludge organization. The Cubs stink as well. Last year, at least you had the Yankees and the White Sox. But you ain't getting credit for that's the big reason why. It's a fun event. But I promise you, if you do this every year, you lose the specialness of it. You lose the attraction of it. It's just like Paul White, the big show. If you bring him out every week on Raw or SmackDown, you lost the specialness of it. Right? You only get that attraction when you make it special. And that's the thing about this. Look, again, I know why ESPN does it. <clears throat> there's only there's there's two words as to why ESPN does it. Monet. And that's the only reason that this game will be played every year is because the first time they did it, they got a huge rating and a huge bump and all the corporate suit muckety mucks said, let's do this every year without understanding the specialness of it because it is a cool event, right? But if I see it five years in a row, and one year I've got the Reds and the Cubs, next year it's the Pirates and the Tigers or whatever, right? I get all these low-life pawn scum franchises, and we watch it every year. They lost half their audience in one year. Unless you tell me they're going to put together the top-tier marquee matchup. In base. If you told me it's Dodgers and Yankees next year, then they might get that audience back. But if you're just scheduling a game for this thing in the middle of August, it's going to lose all of its luster real quick. And I understand, by and large, ESPN has never cared about ratings, right? They just want eyeballs. You know, that's what I've always said about people complain about, well, why do they play all these bowl games and, and all that? And, and why do they have all these bowl games in college football that there's half-empty stadiums? It looks terrible. ESPN doesn't care. ESPN wants eyeballs on their channel. Even the Blue Bonnet Bowl brings in eyeballs to their programming, right? They have 80 hours a day, 17 days a week, 491 days a year that they have to fill content with, right? And it's not always NHL, MLB, NFL, college foosball. You have to fill your content. 
And again, I love the idea of this event. But I think if you made this like every three years on a rotating basis like that, it would have its specialness to it. But I can tell you, and I called this one, did I not? I, I said, you're going to lose your specialness you to it. They lost half their audience in one year. Half. They had a 50. Take your salary and chop it in half for this time next year and tell me how well that goes for you, right? Not well. Yeah. So it this wasn't hard to figure out and see. But, again, I understand. ESPN, they're going to sell advertising. That's what matters at the end of the day, right? It doesn't matter what the rating is as long as the advertising money comes in. And it's programming for ESPN, right? It doesn't matter if 18 people or 6 million people watch it. It's programming. It occupies primetime programming space, and advertisers will buy into it. But from a baseball fan and a baseball enjoyer and a baseball history buff, you lose all the specialness of it. And obviously, I'm not the only guy who thought this way because you just lost 3 million people in a year. You lost half your audience in one year. Not like five years from now, the numbers are. In one year, you lost half the people you had for that reason. Because you had a couple of flea bag teams, and it's not special. You know, look, the entrance and everything is kind of cool. After about 30 seconds, it loses its specialness when it's like, all right, you know, here we go again. We I've seen all this. I know what this looks like or whatever like that. Keep it special. I know sports is not about special anymore. I know sports is all corporate. I understand it's all money. I understand it's all program. I get all that. And I'm a capitalist through and through. I want all the cash bread do-re-mi that I can get my hands on. I want the moolah. As, as Ariana Grande said, Bring me the loot. Give me the loot. Give me the loot, loot, loot. Want the loot. I'm with you. Okay? But can we have so, Can we have one thing? Just give me one thing that's kind of special. Right? Because every year when they just play Vince Scully saying the same thing over, you're going to lose all your specialness to it. Won't be special anymore. But every three years you have a game like this. Right? Every four years. Whatever. Just keep it unique, and you'll have that built-in audience that every so often when you have this thing, you'll get this big boost, right? Otherwise, it's just another Tuesday night of ESPN programming. All right, when we come up uh, at the top of the hour, we're going to open up the phone lines to you. Is there someone you're watching as a potential Falcons cut that might be a little bit surprising? You got a name for me? 404 741 That is our phone line. Dylan's behind the glass. He'll take your phone calls. Let's talk some Falcons football next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports right now. The game. Odyssey.com app.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.